time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. Red Friday with ESWL. Streamline your business procurement by making them an approved vendor. A very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday. And after the somewhat checkered international break, which we will be touching on, it's back to the bread and butter of the Premiership and the small matter of a trip to the capital to face top of the table hearts. We'll also look ahead to the rest of the weekend action. We'll have the latest guesses on the predictor as well as the current league table. I'm Dave McDermott. Joining me in the studio are Andrew Shiny and Alan Davidson. And uh, Andrew, first of all, it's only been two weeks since we've last had a game, but it seems a lot longer. It does indeed. Um, I was just thinking, you know, when was it we last played? And of course it was, uh, as you say, two weeks ago against St Mirren. And, you know... Can we get St Mirren every week, please? Because it seems to be that when we play them, we score lots of goals. We score some good goals against them. And it was always great to see new, new names on the score sheet. And we've got three of them. Uh, Sam Cosgrove breaking his competitive duck. A mm. uh, fine header, the, the first goal. Excellently provided for him by Shea Logan's cross. And then uh, Conor McLennan, who was a surprise starter, I must admit. Um, I don't think anybody was more surprised than Conor as Probably well. not. <laughs> Um, but t- took his chance brilliantly and a fantastic goal. Max Lowe got on the score sheet for the first time and then Sam Cosgrove got another one. Unfortunately, we, we, we sold a sloppy goal towards the end, which prevented the clean sheet, but it was a good day all round for Aberdeen. And uh, it's, it just gives you that lift going into the game against Hearts probably the international break coming at just the wrong time for us. Yeah, it was a wee bit, but when you looked at the late injury call-offs, Alan, on top of a season that I can't remember having so many players out injured uh, and suspended, of course, but uh, when you saw the players that were missing late on, you did kind of wonder, my goodness, are we going to be strong enough to cope, which we were, uh, and then some, but I think the message was that we've got to strength and depth that perhaps the manager didn't realise. Absolutely. I think it was... Nine missing from the St Mirren game, um, and it was when we went through the team lines before the game. It was the, the number of teenagers in that squad was quite. I think, yeah, you himself, Andrew, went through that before the game. It was quite yeah. incredible the number of young players that apparently we don't give a chance to. And I think certainly, again, just going back to Conor McLennan, it was one that really impressed me. Guy that got his chance and took it. And the same with Max Lowe, I think probably giving Derek a bit of a headache for tomorrow because the argument for leaving either of those two out could be. Yeah, Tough. I, I think it's uh, he's got a problem of a good nature and he was asked Once. about the latest injury situation at his press conference yesterday. Thankfully clearing up, you know, I feel as though every time I say that though, then we, it's quickly, um, we've got issues again, but you know, thankfully we've had to, back in the training pitch for the last week or so, James Wilson, Stephen May, Niall McGinn, back um, today, Scott Wright, young Corn McLennan came off his shoulder uh, issue against St Mirren, but thankfully okay, so there's five right away that we, we weren't sure about, um, obviously we've still got young Frank Ross is still struggling with his back. Um, McKenna suspended uh, his second game so he misses out and we've got Greg Tanzi back on the training pitch as well thankfully so it's um, all of a sudden we're getting international players back in the, 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 the squads just seem to kind of swell and look strong uh, and getting that strength into the training ground and the numbers again um, is really pleasing for me 
This is North Sound 1's Red Friday. I'm Dave McDermott, joined by Andrew Shiny and Alan Davidson. And uh, Andrew, it's a problem that I'm sure Derek welcomes, but it's a problem nonetheless because who's he going to leave out? Well, after the St Mirren game, you, you were looking at the side and thinking, well, you can't leave him out because he's scored a couple of goals. You can't leave him out. He's played his best game of the season and scored a goal. And, and you know, that's just Sam Cosgrove and Max Lowe that you're talking about. Uh, it is a, a pleasant headache to have. And... Uh, it's it's one of those things that that managers you know have to face up to. They do put together a squad to cover all eventualities, and you know you, you cover for injuries. But as we said earlier, I, I think that squad that did the, the business against St Mirren just showed the strength and depth there is. But if we can get the same level of performance from the the guys that Derek has just mentioned being fit again as we got from the others uh, against St Mirren we're in a very good place going into this what will be a very very tough game at Tynecastle. Yeah Tynecastle hearts away they're top of the league slipped up in the last game at, at Ibrox so we, we know they're not they're certainly not unbeatable. No, absolutely not. And I think it's they have been a bit of a surprise and we've been waiting for the slip to come, really. Um, and I think now, few injury problems, they're not going to be at full strength. If there was a good time to go to Tynecastle this season, this might well be it. We're going in there off the back of a decent performance, decent result, with just about a full strength squad coming up against the heart side who are kind of the polar opposite, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, their, their injury situation, we'll hear from Craig Levine a bit uh, later on, but uh, John Suter at the back, and that'll be a big miss. It's huge miss. Uh, Christoph Berra out, John Suter out, uh, Igbiazu out, Michael Smith suspended. They've got a lot of numbers in their squad. Do they have a lot of quality in their squad? That's what we're going to find out tomorrow. Well, let's hear what the manager has to say about tomorrow's opponents. Well, it's three points available. I think it's important we don't look too much at the league table at this early stage, but, you know, for, for, there's no doubt that you don't want to be too far behind the teams at the top and uh, and Hearts have had such a strong start to the season and they deserve huge credit for that. You know, I think when you recruit as many as 19, maybe 20 players as Craig has done this year, it's sometimes difficult to get that to gel so quickly. So, you know, it's fair play to them for getting those results and getting where they are in the league. But it is a long season and we feel that getting that familiarity back and that strength that we've got in our squad will, will help us get results and hopefully it helps us get three points on Saturday. That's It's a big game because it's the next game and we want to get into the semi-final on the back of a strong performance and, uh, you know, I kind of feel as well, you know, players recognise the, the, the nature of the games coming up and, you know, they're doing all they can in the training pitch to, to, to put themselves forward and, and that's the way you want it as a manager, you know, players seeing trainers in addition to playing and, you know, off the back of the the victory we had against the Mun and scoring four goals to have that the players back in training um, is really pleasing for me and hopefully as I say it helps us get the results we want and in theory of course Andrew it could be a dress rehearsal for the Betfred Cup final depending on what happens next weekend absolutely I mean it is an important game in its own right but I think when you took it into the context of the, the League Cup semi-final being the next game it is so important you want to get a good performance and ideally a good victory under your belts leading into that Hamden showdown with Rangers Hearts will be looking along the same lines because they have Celtic at Murrayfield but I think for the reasons that were stated already the the injury situations at both clubs you would think Aberdeen are maybe slight favourites because we all all know Aberdeen haven't hit their straps yet Um, there's a, a big big performance to come out of this side 
ideally there's two big performances to come in the next two games We'll talk about the semi-final and crowds uh, later on but tomorrow of course it's 1400 allocations sold out completely as it usually is at Tynecastle. Yeah absolutely I think the, this is a trip that the fans look forward to all season it's always great atmosphere at Tynecastle great day out for the fans and I think the players just need to put the put the performance on now and touching on tickets I think a big big performance tomorrow victory tomorrow can do nothing but help the the push the tickets for next weekend semi-final yep and uh, we've heard from Derek McInnes let's hear what Craig Levine had to say you know I don't know what league position they're in in all honesty um, I, because I I know Derek I know his teams and all uh, the, the challenge that we've got and I know how uh, focused they'll be about coming to Tynecastle and, and you know, there's, there's always a brilliant atmosphere and, and uh, it's the type of game that, that I look forward to and I'm sure Derek does as well and his players John will be out for five or six months by the looks of things he landed awkwardly and tore the line in his hip while we're on it Uchi will be out for five months as well by the looks of things as, uh, just confirming the, the um, two key players that are injured and of course Berra out as well but uh, in terms of the type of game it's usually a fairly high intensity type of game isn't it down there? Yeah absolutely I think we kind of you just about know what you're going to expect from a Craig Levine team they're going to be big they're going to be physical and in previous years we've looked a bit small this season's not, this, not that isn't the case it was a bit kind of land of the giants for a while on the Aberdeen side which is not something we can we could have said over the last few years but I think we go down there and we will just have to match up to them physically and Craig Levine it'll be difficult for him to second guess what team Derek's going to out as well. well absolutely I mean uh, I'm, I'm quite sure he's got a list of about 20 players who could potentially feature in the starting 11 as has Derek uh, and Tony I'm sure they're still wondering exactly what the, the best side to put out is but uh, Craig Levine saying he's not sure what position Aberdeen are on the table who is he can who's yes. he trying to kid I mean managers always know exactly where their opposition are well and they should do as well otherwise they're not should. doing their job properly yeah. I mean he'll be rubbing into his heart's team look you're top of the league they're only seventh um, you know your favourites in, in this game uh, but uh, it will be a, a very good match I'm quite sure another fine advert for Scottish football hopefully one to watch for the men in the, what's the colour of the, the pearl. away strip pearl, pearl. <laughs> one, one to watch in pearl I think I'm going to go for Sam Cosgrove actually um, I think got his goals last time out against St Mirren we've been saying for a few weeks now once he gets a goal he'll kick on once he gets a goal well he's got them now and now's the time to prove that, prove us all right and go and like I say kind of a bit of a more physical presence up front it's probably what we need against this heart side that'll be Sam on the bench then yep, so that'll, be, yep. that'll, that'll be three from three on the bench for me <laughs> I'm going to go for Michael Devlin. I mean, uh, I thought it was great that uh, Alec McLeish uh, called him up for the Scotland squad, albeit he didn't get a game. But as the manager uh, will say later on, you know, it lets him know where he is, uh, where his standing is in the, the Scottish game now. He's been excellent for Aberdeen all season. Uh, he'll be up against. Uh, a potential international teammate and Stephen Naismith, I'm quite sure, and uh, you know he'll he'll slot in there alongside Andy Considine uh, at the back, and between the two of them, they will more than adequately cover for the loss of uh, Scott McKenna through that unjustified suspension. We'll continue our build-up to the weekend after these. Time to talk Dons. 
It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. You're listening to North Sound 1's Red Friday. The Dons are away to Hearts tomorrow in the Ladbrokes SPFL. Time now for the predictor and Andrew, the scores on the doors after a fortnight ago. After uh, the games two weeks ago, when the Red Army scored nine points. That was you, Alan. That was me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave Galloway got two he was backing the Teesside teams. <laughs> <laughs> I got six and you got seven. So the scores in the doors at the moment from the bottom, Dave Galloway with 30, Red Army 36, and you and I, Dave, are tied in the top and 39. Mm. Well, let's uh, look at... Uh, we'll, we'll come to the Aberdeen game last, but uh, tomorrow looks tasty encounter at Celtic Park where Hibs are the visitors, Alan. Yeah, Celtic... <laughs> I don't know how impressive they were against St Johnston because they were incredibly poor um, but you wonder if that will just Celtic a bit like Aberdeen this season haven't quite found their groove yet you wonder if that result will just kick them on a wee bit I fancy Celtic to get this one 2-1 Andrew. I'm agreeing with that 2-1 uh, just because it's home advantage to Celtic I mean Hibs scoring loads of goals they got six last time out same as, as Celtic did but I just think home advantage will shade it Dave Galloway he's going for goals as well he's going for a share of the spoils 2-2 and I'm going for 1-1 one, one. Uh, Livingston there at home to Dundee two clubs Andrew that have uh, new managers since the start of the season yeah um <laughs> The big surprise was the timing of uh, Neil McCann's dismissal. I mean, why couldn't it have been done immediately after the Kilmarnock game? Why wait and, t- and give Jim McIntyre a couple of days to try and prepare for this? But uh, Gary football. Holt, who yeah, knows? Exactly. <laughs> Gary Holt, um, on the other hand, is having an incredible start to his managerial career at uh, Livingston. And I, I think the home advantage again and the fact that Livingston are going well will be shown in the scoreline 2-0 to Livingston. Dave Galloway, Tayside hat on once again. Two one Dundee, he says. Okay, Alan. Uh, I think they've again the imp- the impact of the new manager might just have a wee bit of a lift on the Dundee players, but I'm going to go one one. I've gone two 0 Livingston. Uh, Motherwell against St Johnston, Alan. Motherwell St Johnston against St Johnston, absolutely battered last time out. Um, Motherwell, kind of underwhelming this season I expected them to be doing better under uh, after kind of quite an impressive year last year expected them to be doing better again can't separate these two 1-1 one, one. I'm going 1-1 one, one as well on the basis that St Johnston have to be better than they were defensively against Celtic and Dave Galloway once again the Tayside hat is on St Johnston to win 2-1 OK <laughs> and I've gone for 2-1 Motherwell St Mirren Kilmarnock Andrew uh, St Mirren well we saw how poor they were defensively against us last week uh, Kilmarnock despite missing uh, Jordan Jones through the two match ban after his dive against Dundee I think have too much for uh, St Mirren Greg Stewart scoring goals for fun I can see them winning 2-0 and that scoreline is the same as uh, Dave Galloway's going for Alan yeah I don't think it really matters which half of his squad Oren Kearney puts out um, I still don't think they'll have enough for this one 1-0 Kilmarnock I've gone 2-1 Kilmarnock uh, Sunday at 1-30 uh, Alan Hamilton at home to Rangers on the plastic yeah Hamilton we say it every year and every year they, they surprise us by staying up but this year I think they could be in real trouble 
absolutely battered last time out and I expect the same same again 4-0 Rangers I think it'll be a wee bit tighter I think um, you know Hamilton as you say they confound their critics all the time uh, I think they'll they'll make it difficult for Rangers but Rangers on the crest of a wave at the moment they've, they're going to win 2-1 Dave Galloway's thinking the same as you Alan he's going 3-0 to Rangers I've gone 2-1 to Rangers and uh, the big one at the end, the uh, hearts against the Dons, Andrew. Well, uh, we've spoken enough about uh, the injury problems and the fact that Aberdeen have got uh, probably a whole new attacking lineup available and ready to go. And I think that will be reflected in a, a scoreline of 2 1 to the Dons. And that's what Dave Galloway agrees with. Alan. Yep, I'm going down the same lines. I think possibly just the either the new players coming in will know that if they don't play well, they're going to have to. They're going to lose their space in the squad if they don't play well. There are people queuing up to take the places to one Aberdeen. Okay, and I've gone for one nil Aberdeen. Uh, let's have a wee look at the international break. Uh, uh, one of the worst results in Scotland's history. Uh, the good side, of course, though, was the fact that for the first time in a long time, we had four players involved in the squad for the Portugal friendly. Yeah, four uh, involved at full international level. Don't forget Lewis Ferguson mm-hmm. made a, a substitute appearance against the English under-20s or under-21s, rather, at Tynecastle. Um Disappointing, uh, the, the, the two Scotland results. Not surprising, the, the Portugal one, even though it's a, a you know a second string, basically, that the Portuguese put out. They are the, the European champions and... I think there were signs there that there's there's something if you stick to putting players into the right positions. I think the three at the back didn't work, uh, but when we played four at the back, um, it was better, although we were cut open a couple of times for the goals. Individual errors uh, still to be eradicated, but uh, it was good to see Gary Mackay, Stephen and Graham Shinney combine so well to create that goal for Stephen Naismith and uh, you would hope that uh, we might see more of the Aberdeen squad getting more minutes at international level. Yeah, that's that was really the only crumb of comfort we could take was the fact that the Dons were well represented. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's been a long time coming to see uh, Aberdeen players in that squad and in that team. I think McKenna looks now to be a, a, a kind of permanent fixture in the Scotland squad. And I think, like Andrew touched on that first game, I think we need to be very careful that we don't go down the same route that I think hampered England for so many years when they had a lot of good players, but they tried to find a way of fitting them all onto the park at the same time. Like Lampard and Gerrard in the same um, game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it was the, the Israel game. We've got two fantastic left-backs in Tierney and Robertson and decided to play neither of them at left-back. <laughs> yeah, it does say... Uh, it does make you wonder, but uh, in terms of the Aberdeen players involved, Derek McInnes reckons that this will pay dividends at club level. Uh, I think for certainly the the two boys called up, Gary and Mikey, I think it's important that it whets their appetite, you know, and obviously they only had one day's training, I think, and and then the game. And obviously Gary only got a few minutes, but made an impression and, and played a part in the goal. Uh, I think for Mikey, if he didn't think he was close to it before, then that, that gives him that kind of reassurance that he is in the manager's thoughts, which is brilliant. And for Shinny getting on the pitch and, and McKenna, I think he'll be a mainstay. It's, it's hopefully Shinny can keep making those 
uh, those call-ups and, and uh, going along and getting minutes and training in front of the manager. Hopefully that comes to fruition soon and he gets more starts and starts to be an important player uh, in the same way as McKenna is. Um, for me, it's reassuring that if you play well for Aberdeen, um, then you, you can be capped and you can get make all your, your get your aspirations through the international team. That's something that's been a long time coming, but I'm uh, grateful that we've got so many involved and hopefully that can continue. In the second round of the Scottish Cup tomorrow, Peter Header at home to Barry Ferguson's Kelty Hearts, although the former Rangers captain won't be in charge tomorrow, but there's some Highland representation as well. Yeah, half a dozen Highland League clubs for Martin are away at Albion Rovers. Brewer Rangers welcome Coldstream. Devon Vale are hosting Stirling University. Fraserburgh travel to play Edu Sport Academy. Roths are at home to Annan, but pick of the ties definitely is at Balmoral Stadium. Cove Rangers against Auchinleck Talbot, that has got all the makings of being a cracker. Biggest game of the weekend in the juniors is on Sunday, 2pm kickoff at Heathery Fold for the Grill League Cup final between Bank City and Hermes. Well, the talk has all been about the semi-final tickets, the lack of Aberdeen uh, tickets being bought at the moment, but Derek McInnes, he's still hopeful of a decent crowd at Hamden a week on Sunday. Supporters have still got an opportunity to get their tickets and come along, you know, and I think once the allocation was made, then maybe then people thought, oh, we've got plenty of time to get them, and we're hoping that's the case, because there's, you know, there's, there's no doubt that we would like as many people, supporters in there as possible. Um, uh, don't really get involved in what, what sections are getting sold or whatever like that, but I'm just hoping there's a strong Aberdeen support there. From my point of view, it can help the team, um, and we want as many there getting behind the team as possible, and it's, I'm sure this, the players would be exactly the same, but yeah, I think we've got a, a, a strong, loyal support here anyway. We're, um, very very fiercely protective of our club and um, we want the best for it um, and there's nothing wrong with that you know and for me it's hopefully we've got an opportunity to show our strength at Hamden next Sunday and uh, both in the, on the pitch and off the pitch and uh, hopefully get the club into another final which will, uh, will keep a smile on everybody's face you know it's important to try and keep um, the momentum going hopefully keep visit, revisiting Hamden keep visiting cup finals and uh, getting a step closer to bringing more silverware back here which is a, a bell reward for every supporter that's it for another week on Red Friday Aberdeen are down at Tynecastle tomorrow afternoon 3pm kickoff. have a great weekend bye bye it's not Sound 1's Red Friday